This episode of Adventures in Aurelia is brought to you by Gabe and Jeff from Interparty Conflict, Chai Kai, and Fred on Fire on Patreon. You can join them in supporting the show at patreon.com forward slash adventures in Aurelia. Hello and welcome to Adventures in Aurelia, the podcast where five friends sit around the table and record themselves playing Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Chris and I play Rim. I'm Krista and I play as Ariel, who's an Asmar sorceress. I'm Chantel and I play Kanina, a tiefling sorceress. I'm Caitlin, and I play Tempest, a Genasi Ranger. I'm Damien. I'm the DM. Hello, tabletop gamers. Do you want the most out of your gaming experience? Have you ever had to deal with a problem player? Do you have a rules dispute you aren't sure how to handle? Are you looking for ways to speed up or streamline your RPG sessions? Well, I'm Gabe. And I'm Jeff. And we're the hosts of Interparty Conflict, a podcast where we answer your questions so you can have the best tabletop gaming experience possible. We answer questions like, what is the best way to find or start a game? Should I include called shots in D&D? How to deal with a fellow player who hogs the spotlight? And when should I introduce dragons? Email us your questions and we'll discuss them on air. We'll help you avoid or start Interparty Conflict. Ding! Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anywhere you find podcasts. Rim's going to walk into the room or whatever. Yeah, Nina will as well. <laughs> He's going to like go through his pack to find what, like, you know, his standard britches and cotton top what what's the layout of the room look like is there more than one bed <laughs> yes oh no there's just one big bed that's what i'm wondering in a heart shape <laughs> mirrored ceiling no, this this is this is the lavish penthouse suite what you guys walk into is a very large like living space where you've got a fireplace on one wall you've got some very nice comfy couches and chairs Baby there's a piano there's a table <laughs> to play some board games at you can actually see some some dwarven some dwarf chess and some dwarf poker cards okay guys let's play this new game i heard called dungeons and dragons <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's called dwarfs and dungeons there you go <laughs> no and uh there is uh an actual like looking all the way through there is a double door that if you were to open it up you would find leads out to a balcony that is walled off in the middle to to keep you guys separate from the other side of the of the top floor and there are actually three different bedrooms as well as a restroom a bathroom all within here there is a small kitchen area um basically all of the amenities you would need like all of your soaps and everything are in storage in the bathroom. Any like wood and everything that you would need for cooking with is all stocked in a pantry area. So it has like a kitchen thing? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Ariel's gonna look to see if there's any like robes or 
something. You steal the robes. Nice <laughs> velvet robes that are a kind of a dark plum. Okay, so upon seeing that, because we're supposed to be like... And they are emblazoned with a L and a, like a C that goes through the L with a heart around it. Well, because uh, Rem clearly said that she is dirty and gross with his looks and, and mentioning laundry. I said laundry. your clothes. Yeah, she's just gonna strip and put on the robe. Nina will quickly grab another <laughs> I'm robe. I'm you put on the robe. Okay, I've I've got to say I do find it very ironic because of how easy it is to say that, but the like, it takes time to get completely naked and then get a robe on. Well, she's in like well, I'm not robe wearing anyway. very much. Yeah, she's in. She has no armor. She's, she's just already only wearing a robe. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> she's already. She's like... just changing out of one and into another. Yeah. But Rem, in the meantime, is going through his bag, finding like a standard set of britches and like a tunic, and he, he's going to go into a room, like the bathroom, and change out of his armor and bring it back. So as everyone's getting to, to all their stuff done, roll back like forty-five seconds <laughs> as the dwarves are like they've delivered all of your stuff and they've kind oh. of shown you where everything is. Mm-hmm. They just say, "And when you're ready to eat, you can come on downstairs and let them know that it's time for dinner." All right. And they hold, walk out. Hold on. They, hold on. Give me. Give me one minute. He's gonna change, come back with his armor, and be like, "I need that cleaned." What? <laughs> he's he's standing there, hands on doors. Because <laughs> what armor? What type of armor are you wearing? He's, he's got a chainmail shirt. Is it medium armor? Uh, I think so. Because I think that's like two minutes to doff. Um, you know, as as they're saying, you know, like before he comes back out, but as they're starting to kind of, you know take their leave you know she'll just be like well thank you very much for your help and we'll be down soon and she'll give them each a silver each a silver they they like as you hand out so it's just there there's a an interesting look on their faces that is a mix between happiness and disappointment at the same time as it's just a silver (laughs) happy for the tip and then they go oh it's just silver (laughs) you're paying 20 gold for the night Here's a dollar. (laughs) I mean, almost. That's almost what you did. (sighs) But they they take it. They they smile and they nod at you guys. Thank you. 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 They walk out, grabbing like all of the stuff that you guys have asked to be washed, which funny enough, I'm sure half of it is stuff that they had previously just helped bring up all of the stairs here. And as everything was dropped off and you were getting stuff ready for the wash, Rem is just over there going, and this bag needs to be washed, and this bag needs to be washed. <laughs> well, if we had known that, then we would have left it down at the so bottom. So if it's chain mail, it takes five minutes to take off. If it's a chain shirt, it takes one. You guys are now in the penthouse at the Locket and Key. So... I know you said there's lots of couches and chairs, and what was the bed situation like again? Oh, there are three rooms, each with two beds in them. She's real hung up on this bed but, situation. <laughs> well, I want to claim a space so that I can leave. Actually, there are three rooms. Two on one side mm-hmm. have two beds in them. One on the other side has one, like, California King in it. Tempest runs and jumps on it. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's, race! It's the one, the, the single room is on the side that has the bathroom in it, and it does have a That's door fine. that leads straight from the bedroom to the bathroom. Oh, so you go into that room to jump on the bed, and the, the door, door to the bathroom is wide open with Rim, like, halfway through changing. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. <laughs> 
Okay. Done. <laughs> so it's chain mail. And you guys are in your room. Do the velvet robes, do they have a hood? No. <laughs> what kind of robe has a hood? <laughs> They're well, bathrobes. They're not robe robes. I know. <laughs> They're but not a wizard's robe. Ariel wiz- tries to, like, keep her face covered. So That's you just basically hunchback. <laughs> so I'm trying to, like, Figure out what Ariel would do. Put a towel over your head. No, you have a pillow and you just. <laughs> <laughs> we're just in our room. Like you know, but she's your cloak off when we're. No, no I'm. You, you I'm t- you've been not... naked in front of me. I know it's not you guys. Mm-mm. She's thinking about going when we go down to dinner. She's gonna be wearing this robe now. Well, you, have, you takes... have the fancy robe on, then you put your other robe on top of that one. That's <laughs> getting, getting washed. Cleaned. It's been you taken. You have no other clothes. <laughs> That's gone. Nope. When, I when would wait she, till it's finished laundering then. When she Tomorrow? lost her cleric stuff, all she had was the outfit that somebody gave her. All right, Tempest, you need to take her, her clothes And then she bought a robe. You're going to be walking around without a hood. It's fine. Close your eyes. <laughs> See, I like, I think that this part is happening in character where I'm just, <laughs> she's just like trying, Errol's trying to just like trying to figure out how, to, over how to make a hood out of what she's got and I'm just like you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. You're in a room. You're in a robe waiting for the bath which is upstairs in the room we're in. Well, there's, there's a spa area. If you want to That's where we're different. going, I thought. That's fine. You're still, you're fine. Yeah, you guys paid for the spa treatment. Mm-hmm. You'll get an eye mask. So, you guys are in the room and Rem and Ariel are arguing over whether or not her eyes matter. <laughs> So when Rim is also, when he hands off his armor, he's actually going to give both of them a gold piece. Okay. Or is it two or four? Fuck all of you. There are four <laughs> of them. He's going to give out four. Ariel's not giving out anything because she doesn't know any better. She's just Fine. like, here's my, here's my clothes. Gold pieces. <laughs> you gave him a silver a piece to get it upstairs. I'm giving a gold a piece to be quiet about everything they just had to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yours, your silver piece was a thank you. Rem's gold piece is, I'm sorry. <laughs> just don't, don't, stop, just, just go. Ariel probably claims one of the other beds and puts her bag on it. Rem goes to one of the beds. Okay, who Stashes is sleeping the carrots where? underneath the bed. Well, she's taking the giant California king. Where are you, Nina? I'll take a couch. A couch? There's enough beds. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's four beds plus a California king. Would Nina prefer a couch by the fire? <laughs> Yeah, that's probably there's a fireplace. You drag one of the beds out. (laughs) (laughs) Just rolls up like a futon with her strength. No problem. (laughs) Yeah, Rims is what probably the room that uh, Ariel isn't in. We'll take the other one. What would you guys like to do? All right, so Ariel's in her velvet robe, and she's gonna not worry about a hood because Rem is on her case about not worrying about a hood. We'll get your hair did. So she's going to go find the other two ladies. They're in the same room. <laughs> I thought we went all to our different rooms. I never closed the door. Okay, well, she's, she's just gonna... laying sprawled out on <laughs> yeah. the I'm just going to go into the main room and be like, so you guys want to go to the spa? Tempest will, like, roll off the bed. Just like, ah, spa sounds good. Never been to a spa before. Me either. I'm not sure what a spa is, but it sounds good. (laughs) I hope you're allowed to be naked. Weird. (laughs) Rem's just gonna. I was gonna say, what's what's Rem's like reaction? Rem's gonna like look. Rem, you coming too? 
He's going to turn around slowly and just walk out the door. <laughs> Which Is that door? a yes? The front door. Is that a yes? To the, to the inside to the of the balcony, bil- yeah. To the, to the to balcony, balcony outside? Or no, the balcony that's inside. Okay. What? So to go down, down the stairs. stairs. I'm okay. so confused. <laughs> There's a balcony overlooking the city. There's a balcony outside, uh-huh. and then on the inside, once we leave the door to our room, uh-huh. there's like a little balcony that looks across the inside of the building. So like a mezzanine? Yes. Well, it's just the landing, you know, when you go upstairs in a hotel, and then there's a landing. Yes, like a mezzanine. <laughs> so then he's going to go downstairs, inquire where the bath is. Spa. No, he's going to just the bath. Spa. <laughs> Rem needs a massage. I don't want little dwarf feet walking on my back. Rem needs a That's massage. That's what I thought of. <laughs> You know you had a bath up in your room. If We're you getting didn't Rem want- a massage. The tempest goes up and says that. Oh, you followed him out? <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> running down the stairs. No, no, no. Oh, so you'd like to go to the spa? Spa, spa. I, I just need a bath. Yeah. So it sounds like you, you've got a bath in your room. If or did, well, did I, you just I, want I, them to draw the water for you down here? Yeah, it'd be easier. Okay. <laughs> And are the are the rest of you lot uh, going in for the for the bath as well? Uh, spa. Oh, you <laughs> you guys would like to do the spa? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all f- all four of you. Yep. Yep. Apparently. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. I'll uh I'll tell them to to get ready for the lot of you. Thank you very much. And she turns and walks around through the lounge area. It's like hot stone massage. Oh, you guys are gonna get the works. <laughs> some some hot stones, some cupping. Cupping sounds cupping. dirty when you don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Even when you know what it is. <laughs> it's supposed to feel good. We're gonna get smacked with sucking a, a bunch a of stick blood and giving you giant hickeys. A uh, like a. Well, you're not supposed to leave them on like that. No, they are supposed they to give you giant hickeys. And you'll get a you'll get a mud bath, and uh, after the mud bath, you'll. It helps uh, clean the pores and open everything up. It's a nice hot mud. Okay. And then you'll take a nice a nice sudsy sudsy bubble bath. And after the bubble bath, you can get your uh, your massage. Uh, we have a nice hot stone treatment. Do you have a barber? Seaweed wrap. Uh no, not seaweed. Uh, not not this far inland. Yeah, we, we have a we have a barber. Would you like the just the beard a, trimmed? Yeah, just need a shave and a shave. Clean up, clean up the edges. <laughs> You're asking. Blast oh. me. <laughs> I'll, I'll send one. We'll see these what are, he can do for these you. Are dwarves, we're talking to. It's supposed to be a full, full. No, no, spot. we, uh, we understand. This is somewhere that a lot of the people coming for business do. We work with humans quite often. We can, we can do you right. Do you have somebody that can do braids? Oh yes, oh, yeah. They're dwarves. <laughs> I figured. Braids are kind of a specialty for us. Cool. We get cornrows. Yep. And like this is happening as she's leading you around Come through the. And as you guys, <laughs> yeah. you guys are walking through the lounge. There's a couple people. Like you've got some people puffing on a nice cigar. Some people with a pipe. And there's there's a bar along the back, a full service bar. And a fireplace lit up in the front of the room. Just clean up the side of the dreads <laughs> and give me the... It like takes what them you the did. whole time to just, like, un- unmat your hair and untangle it. Just on this side, <laughs> so that way she can get some cornrows, just like a s- couple... Do you realize how leads. long it takes to comb out dreads? Well, she's getting her money's worth. Thursday. The entire time. Yeah, right? 
so she leads you into this back room, which is the spa. And there's the changing rooms over there for any of you that, still, that need to change. And we've got a pretty even flow here. You'll, you'll, you'll go through your changing rooms, and then one of our spa experts will take you through your mud bath, and she'll lead you along the way. Sounds great. So I guess Rim will go take off his uh, cotton pants and shirt and put a robe on, I guess, or is it just a towel? There, you would have an option of either. Oh, yeah, just grab a towel. But that would be also be, I guess, the first time if any of the girls see him that they see his like bare chest and back. Yup. And a very large scar. Yup. <laughs> front and back. Yup. And then a handprint on the front. Yup. <laughs> Scarred there. You, you, Rem, you have a... <laughs> you, you, um... <laughs> you have a hairy <laughs> belly. <laughs> I can imagine you're, like, doing this, like, Thanks. unsubtly, too, like, staring at the scars like, and just, like, switching to... Uh-huh. Yeah, and then she'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> she just looks down. Yeah, staring, doing that thing, staring at the scar, staring at the scar. just <laughs> be like, you're weird. Okay. <laughs> Kenina will probably also go and through the room, take off her clothes and wear a towel out, I suppose. <laughs> Just around the waist? No. <laughs> around the whole top. <laughs> Are they long enough to cover her torso down yes. to the Just barely. So we need to go into the room because then we the, get let you know, out of the room? Yeah, the, or? the high thigh. <laughs> no, you're just, there's changing rooms up along one side and then you've got a like an open area with a mud bath. That's not even big enough to all go all right. the way around. So I guess Ariel is hanging her robe up and is going to walk into the mud bath. Yep. Oh, no, Ariel. No towel, no nothing. <laughs> no. Well, you can't really wear the towel into the <laughs> yeah. bath. Well, yeah. I know. So she means, she's... I, we're talking about just traveling from the changing room to the bath. Well, he just yeah, said no, it's like, right there. The changing rooms are there, and then there's a room with the mud bath in it. That's what she's doing. She's hanging up her robe and going into So you walked like across a hallway. Just... Yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> well, you guys are all in the spa area yeah. at this point. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, yep. she probably has the cloak with her. <laughs> no, she's not she surprised that she does this. Like that she, she doesn't have her cloak because like, her cloak hey is getting clean. Uh, well, the robe. So the robe she hung it up, and she's walking to the, get the mud bath. Yeah. So Rim's just gonna be like, okay, and he'll head to the man side of the <laughs> spa. Is there a man is side? There, a man there is side? not. There's a man no man side. side. <laughs> <laughs> there is a there is a large like twenty by twenty mud pit. So he's gonna go to the far end of the twenty by twenty mud pit. And every once in a while, you see dwarves taking these large stones out of a fire pit. Just hucking them in. Put them, put them in. They got these long tongs to put them in the in, and they fish out another one whenever they, they take one, or put one in, they fish out another one to keep it, keep it heated up, because I vaguely know a little bit about how an old spa would work. Yeah, so Nina will head into the bath, I suppose. You know, she'll unwrap her towel when she's about to get in, drop in. Does anyone else have any interesting body features they'd like to talk about? Yeah, Rim has Rim's large scars. Scar. Front to back, large scar, and a big handprint. Ariel's got big boobs. <laughs> Front to back, like it wraps around? No, like- no it goes through <laughs> him. Like you could draw a line between them. Okay. I would imagine maybe Kanina has like one or two burn scars, but nothing major. <laughs> You're fire resistant. Resistant, not proof. <laughs> yeah, the couple times not it immune. got too hot. Yeah, I, I've established that she's burned off her eyebrows. Yeah, <laughs> that's just hair. Yeah, but still. Doesn't scar. I'm just teal. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm red. You get in the mud and immediately it starts to become less and less mud like. <laughs> Teal and moist. <laughs> and you guys would eventually transition from your, your mud baths, feeling all feeling all however a mud bath makes you feel, because I have no Sticky. experience in this. I have no idea. And you guys would have someone like one of those one people that have been keeping the stones refreshed would lead you along through a little corridor to a actual bathroom and these ones have individual tubs are they gonna like shower us down first before because i imagine the mud is still stuck to our bodies before we get into the tub i'm sure they have a a natural spring waterfall (laughs) you just walk through it oh god Shockingly cold after the hot mud. I know, right? <laughs> it's got to close up all those pores. Yeah, it's supposed to be really good for you. Sure, there would be a like w- kind of a wall of showers if you'd like to rinse off, but some people may choose to just hop right into the, and the will bath knock water. All those, like the, the mud down. Because if he's going to sit in a bath, he doesn't want to sit in a muddy yeah, bath. Yeah, exactly. It depends on, you know, if you're trying Actually, to just get clean or if you're just sitting there to. That's to how people soak. used to bathe. Yeah, they'd put mud on them and then scrape it away. Or, like, oils. Put perfumed oils on your skin and then you sluice them off. So do you guys do you guys talk at all while you're going through your No, your I'm spot? not making eye contact. <laughs> well, I think um, Ariel is... And part of the reason why she's rolling so bad, too, is she's still kind of freaked out about her dream. I mean, she... It hasn't been that long ago that she put two and two together... So you're staring um, at the red Nina, thinking about the red dragon. No, I just think she's just lost in thought. She's probably still just... I don't think she's necessarily staring at anybody. I think she's just lost in thought. Okay. <laughs> Which would be funny so because no one you, know talks. How, you know how I think someone Tempest does that would... like, uncomfortable stare at someone? They don't realize they're staring at someone. She could be doing <laughs> yeah. that. So you're just like that and someone's just like... Why are you staring at me? But she's just like not even looking at them. Is it just us in the spa or is there are there other people? You guys are the only ones in right now. Mm. Yeah, I think Tempest would ask about the scars. Uh, what, that would... what is how does Tempest ask about the scars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please we'll play for us. Are, are, are you like all the way across the room? I'm like as far from you guys as I can be. Why? <laughs> well Are you gonna yell it? I mean we've established that Ram! we're and what's that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> we've established that we've washed all the mud off and stuff like that yeah. so now we're lined up in our, our wash basins <laughs> yeah you've got some nice scented oils and mm-hmm. soaps Rims is scrubbing his foot <laughs> <laughs> just got it like gotta take care of the feet it's a soldier's prerogative <laughs> Ram those are some pretty gnarly looking scars what's what's your story he's gonna like look at his shoulder <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that will definitely like alert Ariel. So she'll. You've already you've already said that you looked at it and then went. You have hair belly. I know, but she was kind of lost in thought this whole time. But bringing up the scars, <laughs> she'd be like, "Whoa, conversation here that I wanted to ask as well." She's just like, "I wanted to know too." Yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't ask. Well, not Covers then and belly. there. <laughs> Self-consciously. Um. I mean, he's gonna like get you waxed here too. <laughs> they already said they don't like to shave. <laughs> so he's gonna like reach down and like kind of, you know, rub the chest, the chest scar, and be like, "Well, I've uh, been fighting for a long time. When you fight, you gain scars. Sometimes things in a battle don't run your way, and the scars are a little worse." 
How'd you get a, a hand on your chest? Yeah, that's not really a, a... It doesn't look like a weapon did that. I don't know. I woke up with that one. I, uh... You, I fell from a... From a... A wall. And, uh... When I woke, I had this handprint. I want to roll for, uh... Insight? Is that what it is? Or what is it when I don't believe him? Insight. Insight? Yeah. I completely, 100% believe him. 14. Deception. Was it only me that was awake when you... I didn't notice anything. When you had a bad dream and you were woke up. Yeah, I think you were the only one that was awake. Yeah. Okay. Because well, Tempest wasn't with that. the group yet. Nope. And I didn't notice. I rolled for it and I failed. So I guess my, my critical one, I forget about that information. Well, you might still remember, but you just also believe that I don't know where I got I wanted to ask you, you know, like... You you can role play and ask more about it. Yeah. It just means that when, you, when I said I woke up with it, that's what you think it happened. You don't think I'm lying. But I mean, you did... You can say that you remembered him waking up from a dream rubbing his chest. Can Nina look at it and see if it looks like, like, is it like a burn, essentially? Well, you're in your bathtub. How are you going to? I'm not going to, like, go up to him, peer at him. But... <laughs> He's like, move out of the way. Well, from what she's seen well, of every, it, we, I mean, your guys are naked. talking about it. So it's clearly been something that Nina could have noticed in the past or in this in this moment. We've been, like, bare chested with him for this <laughs> entire time when we've been in, in this whole thing, so... So yeah, her looking at it like everyone else is looking, can she see if it looks like a burn mark? I'm not even going to make you roll because of your your like thing with fire. And it looks like a burn, but not in a way that you've ever seen before. Hmm. Can I roll the check to see if there's like a burn type that I've ever seen that looks like that? Or would I know it's, anything It's about nothing that? you would notice other, like basically the thing is like, that looks like a burn but not a burn okay like the skin looks like it was burned but it doesn't look like it was burned with fire are you saying that out loud no i'm, she's I'm just... not in character yet. I'm, ju- I'm just checking to see if i know it's a burn so now that i know it's a burn i'll just be like yeah so yeah she'll she'll glance over because she's not you know like intently questioning like ariel and tempest are but she's definitely taken an interest a little bit especially in the burns because she's that's her category so, so she'll just be like Oh, yeah, that hand definitely looks kind of unnatural. It looks very much like a burn. Kind of like this one I have here. She'll point out like a burn she has. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I suppose to try and describe what I picture it as is it looks like the burn that you'd have from a brand, but you've never seen a brand burn that is like that clean and healed as nicely as it did. Because when you brand human flesh, it's really nasty. It doesn't go well. But this is like, it looks like a brand, but in a way that you've never seen someone able to accomplish. Yeah, just, I mean, not to be overly rude, but it looks very clean for a burn mark. Meh. Big hand, too. (laughs) Is it a big hand? Yeah, like the hand of a... It crosses my chest. Oh, the entire chest, wow. Not the whole chest, but like, like, it's probably like a good, like... When you hold your hand up, it's like, yeah, it's like, instead of the probably eight inches that my hand is, it's like 12. Oh, okay. I was envisioning Bigger than a human hand? Yeah. Small hand there. Unless it's a big human. So it is big hand. Okay. But it's it's slender, so you're not getting the, like, thought of giant or Mm -hmm. something. Like, it doesn't look meaty. It's it's a slender, but Mm -hmm. large hand. It's slender, man. (laughs) It's slender, man. (laughs) I do... You you said you woke up with it. I do remember a while back um, 
you had woke up, I think throughout the night or something, and I was either still awake or I woke up as well. Um, and you were grabbing at your chest. Yeah. Bad memories bring back phantom pain. Uh, any wound that you receive kind of like this is going to leave a mark more than just on your body. So you remember it happening? It's vague. It's a very traumatic time. Only remember bits and pieces. Eh, Ariel, I think we're, we're here to relax. We shouldn't bring yeah. up any bad memories. I'm surprised none of you have run like a medicine check. Hey, Ram. I need you to roll a constitution saving throw. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. No. <laughs> Bye-bye, Rim. Five. As you're putting so much thought into this and thinking about the, the past and how it happened and everything, you're, you're starting to end up getting a, a headache and you're feeling a, like, like something pulling at your soul towards the south. Okay. I'm gonna like rub his temple. Which would kind of still be in place with the whole talking about phantom pain, and he just kind of rubs his head, rubs his temple. Nina will kind of look over at him, just like uh, Rem, are you okay? Yeah, just just a headache. Probably probably all the hot water just rushing the blood to my head. I'll be fine. Don't worry. Hmm. Can she probably should get some rest tonight? Does he look better fine? In the morning. He looks fine. Yeah. Mm. Got a headache. I was asking the DM. <laughs> <laughs> Just got a headache. <laughs> yeah, Nina will, I guess, let the matter drop. And if she notices the other two are still questioning him about his scars, she'll kind of avert their attention and be like, I got this scar when I was like 12 years old doing this. <laughs> and, this way, and this one. And this one. Now she's she's one of those like proud of her scars type of people. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, and she'll be like picking out like the the kind of spicier scents, like if there's anything like that cinnamony or something like that, or things oh, like that. Oh, cinnamon's definitely something you can find some cinnamon, yeah. some cloves, some allspice. Yeah. So she, she dumps the essential cinnamon oil on herself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she'll be and this burn from cinnamon oil. <laughs> <laughs> this chemical burn. <laughs> But yeah, so and you guys would eventually move from your your baths all clean and freshened up to the the more hands-on spa area getting some some hot rock <laughs> massage if anyone wants it. No full body massage at this place at this time. You know, it'll be all for the uh, hot rock massage. It's not hot enough. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> That one that's glowing. Hotter! Ma'am, we're burning you. <laughs> no, no, I'm fine. I smell barbecue. <laughs> Cinnamon barbecue. Crispy tiefling, you get used to it. <laughs> and eventually you guys would kind of be all refreshed and all loosened up. Everyone's feeling on their A game. Finally got rid of that sore knee. I'm sure Nina's hair is a lot whiter than it usually is. <laughs> Washed your hair. Yeah, did he get his shave? Oh yeah, so we got our hair done too. Yeah, you guys would all be able to get get whatever hair hair duns you want. Rem would get his shave. You guys would come out and uh, 
would you go like just in your spa robes to dinner? Or? No, he'd That's go back the to the changing room and change it back into his. Yeah. So, clothes. well, by the time you guys have finished through everything, all of your all of your clean clothes are up in your room. Oh. Sat right right next to the door. You can tell that they didn't go wander around in the room too much. Yeah, get his clean clothes and put them on. Yeah. Tempest yeah. is going to like put her face in the clothes and just deep <laughs> inhale before putting them on because and, oh my god, clean clothes. And they're not and even salty. <laughs> one thing that's the one thing that's missing right now is anyone that had their armor clean does not have it yet. You know, the leathers are getting oiled and the, the chain mail's getting scrubbed yeah, and I was figuring also oiled. cleaning mail or cleaning armor would be some pretty nice cleaned armor. But if you guys want, then after you could get dressed, you could head back down to food. food. Eat food for the night. Dinner. Yep, Nina will take her clean clothes and she'll make sure to grab her spice pouch. <laughs> yeah. And if there was... <laughs> Gotta have that zest. <laughs> they never cook it right. <laughs> Ariel's so happy to have her cloak. Mm-hmm. Clean, too. Clean it smells nice. And it's, yes, and she has her hood. No goblin blanket. <laughs> No the that thing was definitely burned. gone now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't they get burned as, in a basket or something? No, the whole room got, like, yeah. decontaminated. <laughs> as you guys get down to to the, like, restaurant side of things for dinner, um, there is a table that's been set up all nice for you. A dwarf directs you to it, and immediately as you sat down, food starts coming out in a, like, feast style there is tons of bread there is a very nice salad bowls of fruit and vegetables there's a like chowder style soup there's a steak that comes out that some of it is cooked a little more rare some of it is cooked well done ribs come out cheeses cured meats. Um, Rim's going to make sure he eats little bits of everything, but another a lot of any. A few different wines come out, including a mead that is a immediately higher quality from what you guys had over at Lyft's End. Your but honey you're getting juice. a... Look, Ariel, honey juice. <laughs> I'm so happy. Drink up. And there is one liquid that is placed at the center of the table that none of you guys recognize. Can I try to recognize it's a, it? De- it's a decanter filled with a off-white liquid. Tempest. Is there a roll I can make to try it? Like, just with my dwarf knowledge to know what it is? Go ahead and uh, just roll an intellig- uh, history check. I think that's intelligence-based, right? Yeah. Nope. I don't nope. Know. What about Tempest? You've been around the block. I got a five. Yeah, I, Actually, I I'll, I'll let, um, n- instead of Tempest, I'll have Kanina roll, because Kanina oh. spent some time with a dwarf that, that may have... <laughs> may have had this particular dwarven... And what was I rolling? History. History. Fourteen. Fourteen? Mm-hmm. All you really get is you recognize that uh, Thorsteg would would have this, but it, it was something that he would, you know, drink later in the day, but it's not something that you quite recognize. Like you, you didn't try it. You didn't. You didn't think at the time to question him about it. Mm-hmm. The main thing that you kind of picked up with that role is it was more of a nighttime drink for him. Sleepy time drink. <laughs> so uh, Nina, seeing that Tempest has poured herself a glass, because you went ahead and poured yourself a glass. Right? Oh yep. Yeah. So uh, Nina will just be like, 
I, I, I kind of remember some of that stuff from uh, my dwarf buddy who used to drink that. It's, it's a little bit on the heavier side, so. Rim will sniff it. <laughs> it smells of deadly nightshade. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're getting an odd, sour, sweet smell. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to drink that. He'll stick to an ale. <laughs> Anyone else planning on braving it before I describe what this is for the two that are going to drink it? I remember what this is. Uh, nope, because Ariel is super happy with her honey juice. He told me about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, I know what it is. Oh. Really? Yeah. Over the tongue, I doubt the throat to party in my tummy. <laughs> what? Down the hole, I'll be What Kanina and Tempest <laughs> are about to drink is a dwarven delicacy drink. It is a fermented honey and goat milk drink that is fermented much stronger than you would get with like a mead and it is basically it is the high-end dwarven nightcap that's why it is drank later in the night because you've got that it's served on the warmer side so it's kind of that warm milk feeling mixed with fermented honey and the alcohol the land of milk and honey Milk with honey, and it is actually really good. That's why they talk about the milk of the land of milk and honey. Did Rem say he was no? No, he smelled it and went. "Mm." Uh, No, that's that's. I wanted to make sure who was gonna who was gonna go for it before I asked. I'd like to note that I I didn't pour myself a full glass like Tempest did. And you could easily just take a sip and like, nope, not for me. (laughs) Yeah, so um, you know, should I roll a con check? Maybe Are you going to drink the whole thing? It depends on how much you decide you're going to drink. So Nina will start eating and she'll sip at it here and there. And essentially like what has been brought out to you guys as your feast is everything that has been paid for. The alcohol that is left on the table is meant for you guys to drink. So at this point, if you wanted like any hard alcoholic drinks or any extra or special wine orders, that is when they would be looking for payment. I'm just going to stick to the table items. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. Nina will also, you know, pick out some of the things on the table. She'll try different things, but she'll mainly stick to, like, the stew. The buzz balls. And uh, so so what's in the stew now? What's in the stew is, I mean, it's it's a hearty stew. Rabbit stew? No. It is, ac- I mean. <laughs> is it horse stew? One, one of the is things it that she does. <laughs> no. It is, it is a goat-based stew with... Potatoes, carrots, some celery. It's so perfect. It's like curry. (laughs) (laughs) I don't I don't know enough about curry to know that it's goat based. And you guys get through dinner. What is there any special ordering that anyone would like to do? No. Was there a dessert brought out? As they see you slowing down, they would bring out a luscious chocolate fudge cake. I don't know if Ariel has ever had that. I feel like chocolate is not a very common yeah. thing. You guys are somewhere very high end. We won't have a very small piece of it. <laughs> Ariel. I think Graham's watching his figure. He's been nibbling no, he's on just, everything. Well, he's he's used. He's seen because I mean, like he was his family was pretty high up. He's seen big banquets before. He knows you don't fill up on one thing. You try a little bit of everything. It's not like uh, Hunger Games. Yeah. Ariel's gonna come you at don't, the whole cake with her fork and just. Dig it in and take a bite. Yeah. Rim will take Taste a small wedge with, like, a, with like a glass of milk. And her eyes are going to get huge. Like, <laughs> oh my. 
Agma. She's just going to reach out and oh grab. Agma. Oh, my Agma. <laughs> reach out and slowly pour, pulls the entire tray towards herself. She's just going to hop up on the table because she's drinking honey juice. Oh, dear Lord. She's going to hop up on the table. Rune's going to grab her and pull her back it. into a seat. <laughs> what? He'll pull you back into a seat. He'll just, like, grab a piece of it and pull it over in front of you. What? Not on the so table. Good. Okay, but not on the table. If you want another piece, I can get you another piece. Let's just Ram, you notice as one of the dwarfs that was like they had taken three steps towards your table and you get her pulled off the table and sat down and he kind of tries to casually turn like he wasn't going that way anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Nina will also grab a slice of chocolate cake and she will try it with some of her spices on it. <laughs> that would be good, actually. I know. Right? Some Mexican chocolate. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mexican She's into that spicy chocolate. <laughs> and at this point, I think we could say dinner concludes. Yeah. The party makes its way up, up back to their, their bedrooms for the night. How much did um, Tempest end up drinking? Just the glass. Is that... We'll see. <laughs> I mean, like it's not. She's not like schnockered now going up the stairs. Oh no, no it's okay. it's not meant to be that bad for a single glass. Now, if we were going with two glasses, she'd be making her con check now. Oh, <laughs> a single glass of that, but then she probably had like other stuff too. Ooh, mixed Ariel. <laughs> Would you like to make your con check now? Let's see how belligerent Tempest is. Sixteen. Ariel, what? So, she took a plate of chocolate cake up with her because she wants to save it for breakfast. just the rest of it. Just grab the plate. Yeah, she's just going to grab the plate and take it up. If they allow her. Otherwise, if they stop her, then she's going to... Could I get this in a doggy bag? I, I would imagine we'd probably finish off maybe like one third of the cake and she just takes the rest. <laughs> she wants it for breakfast. All right. And unless there's anything anyone wants to do tonight, we will advance to morning on the 24th of Bellinus. And retires to his room. Yep. Nina will stoke up the fire before she goes to bed and curl up on her couch in front of it. Checks his shape one more time in the mirror. It looks good. It looks looks damn good. They lined him up real nice. Flat top, silver sides. (laughs) Like, like he he puts his hand up to split it and he looks on one side and he looks on the other. He's like, I think I'm looking at the same side of my face. (laughs) (laughs) There is no good side. (laughs) It's all good side. You said the 24th? Yeah. Yes. Now, is there anything that anyone would like to do before your meeting with Lord Elngard? Is the has yeah. the armor returned yet, or are they still working? Oh, yes. It would It would have probably come back during dinner. Okay. So Because I imagine for the location and the style of dinner, that was a two-plus-hour event. Yeah. Rim's going to, you know, he's going to... Just check over his armor real quick, you know, seeing how clean and how nice it is. Errol probably grab her bag of carrots and go to the sink and clean them up for the for Princess. Twenty pounds of carrots. Do horses yep. need cleaned carrots? No. She loves Are they princess. still gonna be good by the time we get down there again? I'm sure they will be. Twenty she... pounds of carrots. She is going to do this literally for the whole morning. <laughs> yeah. She's up at the like the crack of dawn and then just peeling carrots. Like she's You're just peeling them? No, no, I'm cleaning them. Just making just sure washing. there's no like yeah. Just, she's like, just, rubbing them she, down. She's in the bathroom using the bathtub. She just filled it with water and she just dumped them all in. <laughs> Probably. No, I was picturing her at the sink in the kitchen. There's no and running you water, have, you realize. And then you have a then mountain of carrots next to you. There's plumbing in Aurelia. At least in this beautiful, beautiful inn that we're in. 
In the inn. <laughs> Anyone else have anything for the morning? Nina will do her usual morning exercises. She'll be up early-ish, whatever time it is down here. Oh yeah, Ariel does that first. She's thrown herself over the balcony and is doing the, the, <laughs> the adrenaline Ariel's pull-ups. Ariel's not doing that part. <laughs> if the DM allows it, yeah, she will. <laughs> Ariel stays off the balcony. She takes herself from the vertical position out horizontally and back. <laughs> Ariel's like has pushed the couch over and is trying to do like the same thing from the couch. (laughs) And so morning exercise, carrot cleaning somehow mixed in with morning exercise, vanity in the mirror for Ram. What's Tempest doing? Tempest would be just getting all of her, you know, she wears her leather armor all the time. She hardly ever Did you not get it clean? I did. So she's putting it back on because it feels weird not wearing it. (laughs) <laughs> and then probably just like hanging out at the balcony, you know, watching Nina do her <sighs> her weird things. <laughs> just like she's she's looking at your abs. <laughs> just, she's, she's so strong. Nina, are you uh, having are you having fun? <laughs> like, of course, that, training is always fun. That looks uncomfortable. No, I got to keep myself strong. <laughs> and so Nina will probably show you off a little bit you. more than normal. <laughs> I'm next. Like, Hooks I'm, her feet, starts I'm, doing sit-up. And Ariel's on the couch nearby the balcony. So this conversation, she's like, she's lying. Trying to do keep up <laughs> doing something that she's been trying. I thought gifts. you were so saying carrots. Hard. No, I said I did that. I did carrots after, because she woke up early for the. And she's doing everything she does because she's training. Yeah, I'm tr- in training. So What's I'm your strength? Not very much. <laughs> That's why she's not risking being on the balcony. No, she's not risking being on the balcony because she's afraid of heights. She has a plus one in strength. That's more than Tempest. So anyways, yes. So we'll do our morning exercises. She'll clean her carrots. Tempest is admiring my lovely strength. (laughs) And what what really kind of triggers you into thinking that it is getting towards the the lunchtime is a mixture of your guys' stomachs rumbling after breakfast has been digested and I hope everybody appreciated that chocolate cake and you ate it all no I brought it up for us to have for breakfast I know I assume you, ate you were it eating it all me too yeah, I, <laughs> I thought it was all for you <laughs> we, we, we established that all of us only ate one fourth of it one third yeah. one third of it so that means there's no way I would have been able yeah, to yeah we eat. all assumed that you were just going to eat the rest of I it I thought it was all for you yeah you're like I take it upstairs <laughs> to breakfast I figured you'd be like in your bedroom Oh, no, That's very much I, what I pictured. Just all night long. <laughs> she didn't bring it into the bedroom. She would have left it on the counter. Reading her trashy novels. <laughs> I just assumed since he went at it with a fork last night, as if to eat it all, you're going to do that in the room in the morning. <laughs> Nina. Um, to the king! Would like, yeah, like to establish that she's, she wants to pick up some torches on the way since we're going past the guild, right? So guild will probably have that stuff. So if I just throw right? Ariel out the window... <laughs> Or would there be a place to buy torches on the way? That's There easy. would be definitely someone that you could buy torches along the way. Okay. Nina would like to do that, but not make a big deal out of it. She just wants to resupply her torches that All she right. used. However many torches you're going to buy, subtract that from your gold, to- gold total. Okay. I'm buying... I'm buying... Enough. Eight. Yeah. So you guys... Uh, you guys go to make your way to the the king's pavilion, and Kenyon at one point runs off to the side, and seeing a general store, is like, oh, I need to buy some torches real quick. Grabs her eight torches, pays whatever gold she needs to, and guys continue your way on. And as you approach the pavilion, 
uh, Yodrum is actually standing in the courtyard waiting for you. Rim will walk up to him. Uh, good day to all of you. Good day. So you've made it. Uh, the king is already up waiting for you. I hope you guys have brought a little bit of an appetite. And he sure. he leads and he points to the stairs that lead up the spire. And I hope you guys are ready for a climb too. Click. Rim's gonna look over at Nina Click. and be like, "Hey." Click. Yeah. Click. <laughs> Stadiums. Click. Cause he's, he's got a Oh, he's Kane. Yeah. <laughs> got it. <laughs> One of us He's can. clicking his tongue at us. It's, it's somebody can slowly cocking a hammer. Can you if you'd like? <laughs> oh, no, no. I've, I, I'm fine walking. It's just, you know, the the old leg. It's, uh, you know, I think it might be shorter than the other one. I think that's why I've got some problems walking on it. It's okay. The cane's good enough for me. Hobble. How many stairs is this? Uh, somewhere in the 500 range. Do we are going to the top? Yep. Sounds like a good workout. We should pick him up so we can go faster. <laughs> There's never really only a, a bottom and a top to this. Errol says that out loud. Yeah, never lift a dwarf. <laughs> I'll beat you with my cane if I have to, Missy. <laughs> I've heard they're very dense. Like, he'd be a lot heavier than you he You should looks. make an elevator. Because he, he is on the older side. She's like, I've lived more lifetimes than you could ever hope to. Would it be okay if we just met you at the top? Sure, if you'd like. All right, Ariel, that's rude. Ariel's Rim's going up start to the walking. top. <laughs> Roll a dexterity saving throw. This is going to trip you up the cane <laughs> on the way past. <laughs> Damn it. Both of us or just her? No, just her. Uh, I got an eight. <laughs> Talking to the mic. Okay, so oh, sorry, I got an eight. You just hear as the cane cracks into the, the stone as he tried to sweep your ankle. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Wait, he missed? Yeah. Yeah. Rim will kind of chuckle, but he's going to go up the stairs as well. I look down and then just keep walking up. Nina will stay back with you, Jim. Like, she'll keep pace with him, essentially, and she'll just make idle chatter, like, well, how long have you been working here? And et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a family position. I've been working here for the last 200 years. Wow. Do you like working here? Ah, uh, you get used to it. Hmm. Well, what kind of meeting can we <laughs> expect to have with the king? Ah, <laughs> uh, what? Didn't you guys know it's for the... He was going to give you some sort of reward for what you did yesterday. What you did yesterday. He just needed to find what he could get that would suit you guys. Oh. I, I, I just assumed we were just having lunch with him. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some things get lost in translation. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> but it is, it's also, I mean, the, the lunch itself is going to be a treat. Oh, well, sounds good. I'm always in the mood for food. Is mood Tempest with food. us or is, are you? I don't know. Where are you? Are you with us or were you, did you hang back? Tempest would have stayed back. All right. Unless it started taking way too long and you guys started getting way too far ahead. Well, I mean, I'm assuming they're probably traveling at a faster pace than we are with him, but... We can go 30, 30 feet. feet. Every six seconds. How fast can he go? <laughs> probably like 20. Probably like 15. Then, yeah, we probably... The double pacing. <laughs> yeah. But we'll take, we'll take short breaks every, like, 100 steps. <laughs> she wouldn't immediately, like, follow them up, but, you know, as the idle chatter died out... 
Just a tick. 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 She'd kind of jog up a little start catching up with them. Alright, and as you guys near the top, you can hear the sounds of wildlife from up above you. Okay. And as you approach that, that light coming in through the top of this cavern, you guys end up on a small platform that leads straight out onto the side of this mountain face. Leads to a small clearing with a stream that flows through it and a few trees, including at least one apple tree. (gasps) Not here. What? These are the king's apples. Do you think she'd give the fuck? (laughs) No, that's why I'm telling her not here. (laughs) Maybe if you ask really nicely... She's gonna one. wait at the top of, of of the stairs that they're still coming up so to wait and ask if she can have an apple. Yeah. And everyone else makes it up to the top. And out in this clearing there is a table set up with like the fixings for what would a what the medieval equivalent of sandwiches would be. <laughs> so some bread, cured meat, something to dress the bread with, some cheeses. There's a decanter of a red wine and a mead. And on a table kind of offset from the lunch table, there's just a there's a second table that has a cloth draped over it. Lin will make himself a sandwich. Do we And the king is the king is sitting there, he's got like a piece of salami in his hand, he's just nibbling on it. Then we'll make himself a small sandwich. And he looks up kind of as Rem approaches the space in front of him. Like, ah, so you've made it. Yeah, quite the quite the climb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't so bad a hundred years ago. I'd imagine. You're still spry. I I appreciate the compliment, no matter how much I know it's not true. Well, if I were to ever reach your age, I would hope I looked half as... I'd be surprised if you reached half my age. Oh, me as well. I don't know if it's possible for a human to live even half my life. Eh. The Arcaniums are finding new things every day. <laughs> Before Ariel sits down, she's gonna be just biggest smile on her face because she's looking at that apple tree and then she's going to look over at the king and ask if she can have two apples yeah you you could have a couple apples if you'd like i can't make it up here to eat them all before they fall off and rot anyways and she's gonna squeal like a little girl and, and like jump. disappear into the tree yeah 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 climb up into the tree <laughs> Well, all of you, take a seat. Make yourself something to eat. I imagine you've got a Is there journey ahead of you. Sure. Ariel's getting the prettiest, biggest, shiniest apples, and then climbing back down, and then she'll sit down. Shining her apples. They're in whatever pouch she has on. I don't think she brought her backpack. In her hood. You guys would have had, like, all of your stuff. Okay, then, yeah, she stuck it in a bag. Stuck them in a bag. One for her, one for Princess. Like, 
You might have left them downstairs other than whatever you would normally carry with you. So you just got them in your gold pouch. Yeah. Gold pouch, belt pouch. So Nina will go ahead and speak up and she'll just be like, Well, uh, thank you for the lovely stay at the end. That was uh, quite the experience. Yeah, you guys look a little more put together today. Oh my gosh, the chocolate cake. That was so good. I've never had anything cake. before like that. Yeah, we, uh, you know, to help show my appreciation, I wanted you guys to be, be treated well last night. That was mer- mor- worth more than a hundred gold. Nice. I'm glad that you appreciated it. So, I've called you up here largely to show the opulence of this meeting place. It's one of the nicest places in all of Sterenkeld. And also to reward you for helping bring an uneasy peace to my family. And he... Ariel looks really confused because she thought that the bag of carrots, the two apples, and the chocolate cake was reward. <laughs> Rim's going to walk towards the edge because you said it was like a... She doesn't say anything. She just has a look of confusion on He'll her face. He'll walk kind of the edge and just look out. Yeah, and there's a, there's a like half wall. And as Rem looks out, he can see where the lifts to get up are. He can see staring far down below. And as he looks out, he can see... The, um, all the farmlands, the, like, uh, he can vineyards. see all the way to the port city? Yep, he can see all the way out to Port Norsal. Can't really make out any details, but you, I mean, you can definitely see the dense clumping of buildings way out there. Surrounding the bay, and you can see the, the large lake, possibly a fishing boat out there right now. Okay. Farmlands all around. You see the forest that runs all along the south side of this area of the mountain range, where at least everyone assumes Grimfang's camp is located. Though, if you would give any time to scan the forest, trying to pick out where it would be, it's much too dense and he's much too high up to try and pinpoint anything. But as especially being a military man that would kind of have thought about travel times over distances before he can kind of go, okay, a day would be there, another day would be there, a day and a half away, so halfway between that, so you'd kind of be able to get an idea of where people think they're they're located. Kind of just in my head remembering that. Mm-hmm. And Elngard stands up and he walks over to the table that has a like blanket draped over it and he starts lifting it up hmm. Rim will turn and head back over munching on his sandwich and hum, hum, hum. the first item that he uncovers is a very well crafted war horn it's obviously got like tons of like it, it came from one of the the guilds in Sterengeld. And you can see like there there are iron and silver bands that help hold everything together that have beautiful engraving work of the mountains. You recognize the symbol of Dunatis 
engraved onto one of the bands. And since you know Dwarven Rem, you would be able to see that it says Sterengeld along part of it, and it's all made of a of a deep, dark stained wood. And Elmgard picks it up and he hands it over to Rem very ceremoniously with two hands, hands it out to you. Rem will accept it with two hands and a little bow over it and he'll look at it. And he just says that this horn has been imbued with a special magic. For a few times at a time, you will be able to blow into this horn. And a single creature of your choice within a fairly wide radius will be able to hear it. Functionally, he gives you the uh, horn of silent alarm. And he's like, I have... Seen that you, I, I know that you have some military experience, and I know that you make yourself to be one of the leaders of this group. And I felt that you would be able to benefit. This will help you scout. It'll help with calling your allies together. That horn is very beautiful, Rem. It's pretty nice. As he pulls the blanket back further, he uncovers a cloak. It's a cloak with a very interesting shimmer to it, and as Ariel looks at it, sees that the patterns look like they change like almost as the sunlight hits it in different ways. And he picks it up, and he walks over towards Ariel. I notice that you have a thing for wearing a cloak. I see you keep that hood up at all times. This cloak here will allow you to have one style that'll always fit, but allow you to change up your wardrobe throughout the days. It'll have whatever style, shape, and color that you'd like. Though the fabric that it's made of will always keep it into the same basic shape of a cloak. That's interesting. And what he is giving you is functionally the cloak of many fashions. It's very pretty, thank you. He pulls back the blanket to unveil the next item, which is a large ruby and Kanina can see engraved in this ruby are different runic symbols and she recognizes them as all being related to magical energies and he picks it up and hands it very gingerly palms up out to Kanina to take you know we'll take it and be like Thank you. It matches your skin tone quite well. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Color coordinated. Mm-hmm. The runes on this allow it to transfer magical energies in 
the same way that a focus would. Though, this ruby has been made in such a way that someone of your physique could attach it to another weapon. That's cool. (laughs) Thank you very much, Lord Helmgard. Functionally, this is the Ruby of the War Mage. And he returns to the table and unveils one final item, which Tempest notices is a short sword. I was going to say a triton. (laughs) (laughs) That gives off a... I don't think I Like, there's the way that the steel of her short swords reflect light. And then there is the way that this reflects light. And it seems like it takes whatever whatever light into it is reflected back in an almost white color. And as he picks it up and walks it over to Tempest, it passes through shadow. And you can see that the blade stays this kind of white glow as it passes through darkness. or she can use it to help light her way through caves and when the orcs show up (laughs) functionally this is a moon touched short sword moon touched is such a cool feature now I need all of you to roll me a d4 doesn't matter what dice I roll tonight (laughs) rem three uh, Ariel. One. Kanina. Four. Did you Tempest. get a two? One. Oh, I was say, <laughs> did you get a two? We would have each gotten one of the numbers. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Rem, if you could help me with this. Sure. And, uh, he leads you over to the side of this table, and there is a small, like, chest and he grabs one handle and we'll grab the other and you guys lift it up onto this table and he opens it and this is a padded chest that has 12 divisions in it and it is filled currently with nine healing potions nice to help you guys on your journey Especially if you're going to be putting an end to Grimfang's troubles. Thank you. You said 13 compartments, right? 12. 12, 12 compartments. Sorry. I had an extra one there. But the, the main thing with this is it is a padded case, so you know that, that the healing potions inside will remain safe, or any other potions that you were to put into it. And is there anything that any of you guys would like to say or do? Rim's Before gonna, you guys wrap up your time with Rim's the king. gonna make sure he thanks the king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely thank you. Thank you so much, sir. This is so beyond generous. And I we imagine really kind of that, that as each of you kind of tries to give your thanks to the king, he reaches out to each of you for a nice handshake. A nice that the nice dwarven hearty double <laughs> double armed handshake mm-hmm. with the, so the, the like a... the like clasped in the arms and he takes his his <laughs> other hand to, to kind of put over your your hand as you guys clasp arms mm-hmm. 
Nina will return it with like full, <laughs> full strength. No, full hardiness. <laughs> Don't break him. No. <laughs> so short of thanking the king, is there anything that you guys would like to do? Mm-mm. Nope. Think and previously gather our things and probably pack up. And we'll probably uh, descend the 500 <laughs> steps down the spire. And then the, the hours worth of... Take a cardboard box and lay it flat at the top. <laughs> it's a spiral, though. <laughs> Splat. But there's no wall? No. Oh. The stairs are around the outside? Yeah. Oh. I figured they were inside. Of I assumed lighthouse. This was I don't not think described. she would have gone up. No. She would have been like stuck the to the DM wall. The DM withheld information. <laughs> it's going hey, sideways. It's a big stone spire. I never described it as being a finished building. I, yeah, we figured we, we were in the I'm inside I'm also pretty sure yeah. when you guys first entered this place, I said that there was a stairway I, that went around the outside of it. Don't remember that. I just envisioned it as like an inside well, style. We'll just, uh, we'll that just pretend that differently. We'll just pretend that Kenina slapped her hand over Ariel's eyes and dragged her up. Just carried. <laughs> Ariel her. would have slipped the king a, a written note. What? Okay. And the note basically is just a because she hasn't talked about it with her friends or her teammates or whatever yet about her dream but she would have just said something about you know prepare like like prepare for just in case that she's and she would have um, probably spoke of was it Ogma that spoke to her in that dream or was that just like a Kosain or Kosain? Was it Kosain or was it um I believe it was Kosain She did meet Ogma though too. No. No. Well, I thought she did. So was I it she was I was confused afterwards as to who was the one that was speaking I'm to her sure and Kosein. showing her those visions. I think she said her name at the end. That's Kosain. Okay. Um so she would have in the note mentioned, you know, her beliefs and um her visions that she had. Um, not necessarily full detail, but just enough for a warning and to you know, let the king know just in Dear case. king, there be dragons. <laughs> <laughs> well, There will be dragons. Something. I, I, she doesn't want him to think, because she knows that it's a folk tale, basically. So she doesn't want to th- the king to think that she's completely crazy. But she wants to, you know, just give him a warning. I had a vision. Yeah. That she did get a vision and that it's it's just a warning to be prepared. Okay. But yeah. She didn't want to like blurt it out or anything, so anything else that anyone would like to wrap up? Nope. Well just at this point we're probably on our way back and I'm guessing that we're gonna try to make our way like to leave Starengeld. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So Nina will be just like, well, guys, I think we've taken care of everything we came here to do. So we should probably start heading back to Riven. Ariel is super antsy about getting back to Princess. And well, we're not forgetting Princess. <laughs> I, I, I do know that Ariel did want to make one quick stop at the library. Oh, yeah. Uh, I do need to go to the library. Well, we still have things to do on our way back, but we yeah, should we, we, start heading. I think before we head to Riven, we did say we were going to look at the, the forest. Well, where would the party be going then? I wanted us to start heading down the mountain so i guess we're so we're gonna head to the library before we leave 
and then to Starin. Yeah. A quick check in to see if they have any information. Um, if not, or whatever, and then um, we're gonna head. You wanted to go to check look for the Grimfang. Grimfang. Are we doing that next, or are we? Well, Nina's made it clear that she wants to start heading down the mountain at the very least, because she does have uh, a confirmation of some sort to go to at the uh, bottom of the mountain. Oh, is Princess at the bottom of the mountain too? Yep. Yeah. So yeah, Ariel would be definitely wanting to get that information and then heading to the bottom. She's antsy to give Princess some carrots. Well, as as you guys go to the library to try and get an update on information, they look at you very oddly because of the speed in which you expected to have an like a flood of new information. There's a well, we we've barely finished gathering our our books together to start going through and researching things. And they point, and there's like the 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 pile of fourteen books in the back corner. There is what we're going to be going through. Okay, we were just checking before we left. It's all good. Have fun. We just wanted to just double check before we left. Okay, and. So the party discusses where they're going next. Down the mountain. Down the mountain. Down the stern. Anybody else want to do anything here? Does anybody need to buy anything? Down the mountain. Okay. So. It was halfway through the day. How fast can we get down the mountain? I remember it took like a half a day to, to come up. No, it took like fast. an hour. Okay. I think it was like 10 minutes per level. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll probably hit staring around nightfall. Well, I think, like, you guys are going to leave the city and hit the lifts, and I think we will wrap up this arc as the party enters the lifts to make their way back down the mountain. Is the mustache still on the golem? Yes. <laughs> After having met with the with Elngard, the king of Sterengeld, to deliver the news of Evidently, his deceased daughter, who had ran away from home about a decade ago to marry another dwarf that her father had felt was beneath her. Daddy, tell him. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Adventures in Aurelia. If you are liking what you hear, consider rating the show and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you know someone who likes fantasy stories and think they might like the show, help them find us by showing them adventuresinarelia.com. If you'd like to support the show, you can donate to us monthly on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash adventuresinarelia, where for only $1 a month, you'll gain access to our bonus content. If you'd like to get in touch with us, there's a link to our Discord in the show notes, or you can email us at, at feedbackinadventuresinarelia.com. Lastly, We'd like to thank the artists who provide music for us to use in the show, like Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, Tabletop Audio, Vin Svept, Sirenscape, Alexander Nakarada from Serpent Sound Studios, Adrian Von Ziegler, Jamie Bryce, Derek and Brandon Feichter, and Scotty Buckley. You can find links to all of these wonderful artists at adventureinarelia.com forward slash music. And this episode is concluding... Our first arc of the Aurelian Epic Campaign. And we will be returning next time with 
Sug, Willow, Chalul, and Lass. For the continuation of our Miavet story. Jeff! Thank you guys for listening. We'd also like to thank BattleBards for allowing us to use their music, soundscapes, and effects in our episodes. If you'd like to bring the sounds of BattleBards to your own table, you can join BattleBards Prime. As a BattleBards Prime member, you'll get 20% off on any purchases you make, and you can stream all music from the BattleBards catalog as well as their partners. If you're interested, you can use the coupon code Aurelia, that's E-R-Y-L-I-A, to get 15% off your subscription cost.